Hi, I'm Zora Master. Hi, I'm Yogita Madan. And welcome to Inner Planet Podcast, Season 2. What is the idea of toxicity whenever you speak about it in context to relationships? I'm going to be perfectly honest and tell you that in an understanding of toxicity, I'm very sure what it sounds and looks like. Toxicity is something that is unhealthy for the relationship. A toxic relationship is where you are unappreciated, where there is an extreme lack of respect, where the partners in the relationship don't really feel good about themselves or rather they feel poorly about themselves in the relationship and the relationship adds to their insecurities, it adds to their poor way of viewing themselves rather than encouraging them to achieve their dreams or somehow making each other better. Now this is a technical understanding of toxicity. When you're speaking about it, I have all those faces in front of me, all those clients who come very unhappy in their relationships to a session and talk about how they feel worse about themselves in the relationship, wherein they wanted to be a part of those relationships to feel more belonged and to feel more entitled and to feel more happy. And on the contrary, it is doing more harm than what is adding to them in the relationship. I think that's an appropriate understanding of toxic relationships, you know, where all of these things are happening. But here's the thing. How do you identify a toxic relationship? You know, th- those that's are a very tricky area. Right. And that's tricky because let's say if you were reading one of those Disney books, you know, any of those princess stories where there is one evil villain and then there's this one damsel in distress person and then there's one prince charming who's going to come and save this individual and you know the entire thing is happening and it's very clear like from the way you view this how these how they are portrayed how they are sketched you know who's going to save whom and who's the evil person right you can differentiate very clearly between evil and good good one right there's a very clear demarcation but when you talk about individuals or people i think all these three characters are present in all of us there are these aspects to ourselves which make it difficult for us to have healthy relationships there's this aspect to us which is scared of being vulnerable who's scared of putting themselves out there and there's also this aspect to ourselves who's like the no you know we are deserving of love and we can do better and we can do better for ourselves and for the people around us as well or whoever it is that we engage with so it is difficult to identify toxicity in the relationship because there's no meter to it like okay now the relationship is toxic and now the relationship is not you can toxic. tolerate so much and beyond this point it gets toxic it's nothing like that actually because we end up having different levels of tolerance also for different things in life and we decide for ourselves what is okay what is not okay you know that is also a very confusing and very unclear area that adds more confusion to the understanding of toxicity in relationship it's not even like people are toxic in a relationship it's not that one person in the relationship is adding more toxicity to it even a stage wherein two people could be very clear about their needs about what they expect out of a relationship but the relationship is turning because they're not able to feel enough validation or feel enough cared or feel enough mutual understanding and respect and all those good things that really make together and hence not able to translate it better to the partner and adding more scope to make it more toxic eventually so with that there are certain things that would be like what people love to call red flags uh, in the relationship right 
now these red flags are also if i if i were being completely honest they're like these flags for slowly turning red it's not like just one whoop comes out uh, like the mario game where mario just finishes and the flag is just hoisted they can be insidious they can you know be small and then spread across the relationship for example being invalidated it's one of the most talked about things validation invalidation but at the same time it is a good indicator of how much your partner is willing to have a conversation around things right invalidation where your requirements are being thrown right back into your face as your problem so for example let's say there's this girl called rita and there's this guy called shubham and rita and shubham have been going strong for a while right six months they've been dating for six months and Rita constantly talks about how I want to have a more committed relationship you know I think we're still in that zone where we are not very sure what we are to each other and that is what I would like Shubham goes you know what you always keep wanting more and more and more I don't understand why you keep bringing this up on like absolutely fabulous evenings as well I think you're very demanding so this is an example of gaslighting where one partner has a concern that the other partner is just unwilling to not only acknowledge but how they're making it their problem like you are a problem for even bringing this up in the relationship that's an example of gaslighting and when it has been talked about multiple times that's a different story but when you're bringing it up for the first few times you're constantly being met with this gaslighty scenario i think there comes a stage wherein you start to question your own behavior as to am i really doing it so wrong for which i'm blamed so much and so often by my partner like you said over and over again and i repeatedly hear the same thing that you are wrong to bring it even up in this beautiful evening so i think toxicity even if you've been sure you start to be more unsure of your own behaviors and start to lose up what you expected out of it in the first place so giving more room to confusion not believing in your own self and continuing that state in a way wherein you're not even getting what you wanted out of yourself you're not getting what you expect out of your partner and at the same time losing it up in all levels basically it it's that stage of being confused with your needs in a relationship wherein that feeling of thinking worse about yourself comes into picture and you start to lose what you already had in the relationship so even if that person is a perfect picture of what you had thought of your partner to be still that person is not able to satisfy your needs in the relationship things just start to fall out after that when you were talking about all the stages where people start losing themselves in the relationship it just occurred to me that growth and getting lost have a very thin line between them true very true so a lot of times i think these questions come in your mind because you're not very sure if this is what growth looks like or is this me getting lost in the relationship exactly. right and that is what i'm talking about with respect to you it's very difficult to identify whether this relationship is unhealthy for me or whether it's healthy for me a lot of times external feedback helps a lot of time external feedback makes things a lot worse than it actually is so identifying it can sometimes become tricky as couples you might go through major life changes or major life events and come out stronger on the other end so i think one interesting way of understanding this difference between growth and getting lost is not focusing on the situations that you guys end up in maybe you guys end up when you, when i say you guys i'm addressing all you beautiful audiences with your absolutely interesting and phenomenal partners the situations that you get in 
are going to range from amazing to absolutely shitty and there's no denying how difficult life can be from time to time it is about how you guys address these events in your life that would determine whether it is growth or whether it's toxicity in good situations or good events as well as in bad situations and bad events how well are you uh, discussing or how open you are to discussing the issues that each of you go through with respect to each other or you two with respect to the situation as well i think that would be a good uh, so what i'm understanding with this is and that's quite helpful actually when you talk about addressing so if say for example a partner is starting to feel more confused more lost more unaware of where this relationship is heading in what am i really feeling in this relationship within whatever conversation and whatever issues you brought up it's obvious that you're going to be invalidated it's obvious that you're going to be blamed for certain things but when you start to feel that sense of being lost and that sense of vulnerability in a relationship when you try to address these issues with your partner not in the context of a situation or the in- incident that went wrong where you invalidated each other but in context of how you are feeling in the relationship and if that feeling is addressed well by your partner that's a sign of love that's a sign of acceptance that even if we might have contributed negatively to each other i can admit the fact that you are feeling vulnerable you're feeling not okay and we need to do something about it that's a sign of acceptance like i said if that feeling is also questioned that why is this need to feel fearful or where is this need to feel confused what am i doing to it right now for you to feel such is where the toxicity actually becomes more clear to identify by partners because here you're not discussing to blame anyone here you're discussing just to address your need to be heard and understood that i'm not feeling okay something is wrong can you listen to me can you attend to this and can we do something about so that i can feel more secure we have discussed previously in our podcast about attachments and relationships feeling secure is a very important aspect of getting a sense of attachment feeling secure feeling loved feeling cared for even if whosoever is doing whatever and contributing in whichever way negatively positively but in the end where there is love there is a sense of attachment there is a sense of security that you expect out of it and just addressing that insecurity not as a part that you are contributing not something that your partner is doing wrong but something that i am not okay with if that is taken really well i think that relationship might go through a lot of fights lot of conflicts but still there is a sense of acceptance and addressing to issues but wherein there comes a denial and a blame to even feel vulnerable is where the person starts to feel even more hurt and broken in the relationship to identify to be more toxic what do you think about it i think this has another component of respect towards each other as well i have even seen clients who after going through sessions have realized that even though they love each other it's not a compatible place to be exactly. in and the separation has been so respectful so mutual so amicable i mean of course there's no getting out of it without any sort of negative emotions right but it's done in such a healthy way that it leaves both the partners kind of in a place where they are okay going into another romantic relationship so another point that comes in here is after enduring a toxic relationship you become even more scared of getting into relationships in the future that okay this is how it is you know because it it ends up screwing your definition of 
being in a relationship and the idea of relationship in its very basic essence if you see we all somewhere can have our individual expectations out of a relationship individual idea of what love could mean in a relationship but what essentially could differentiate a healthy relationship from a toxic relationship would be a sense of respect that you can have for your feelings and where you feel denied and judged and manipulated for how you are feeling without any sense of blame from for your partner is where one should start somewhere addressing a lot of a lot of times people are very reluctant to address toxicity in their relationship because there's something in it which is keeping you up in the relationship that sense of being together that sense of maybe emotional dependency or whatever that you are deriving out of it and that is the very reason that it becomes difficult like you were talking about it earlier zora that it's difficult to identify toxicity because you're getting something it's not all negative you're getting and you feel dependent on that need of your relationship to an extent that you confuse your own self for whatever you're losing in it in terms of feeling worse about yourself or belittling yourself or even taking a lot of disrespect about your feelings about your needs about who you are as a person from your partner i have a perfect example for this so i had this client who was acutely aware of how toxic their relationship was we were in the therapy session we were talking about it and we came to a point where what is stopping them from stepping out of that relationship and they go well you see i don't think anybody else can love me with this person i have perhaps 10% love without this person i got nothing it's a complete lose lose situation for me so even though this is toxic it is still more than i will ever you get you expect the love that you think you deserve so very clearly the person is expecting so little out of a relationship for himself that he's being okay with anything that he's losing about himself as respect as or validation mm-hmm. for that matter very true and with this i think a lot of times people don't like the word respecting somebody's opinion or respecting where somebody is coming from is because they confuse respecting their partner's opinion for agreeing with it right and respecting something is very different from agreeing with something perhaps you might not resonate with the idea that your partner has in a relationship so for example let's say two people are in a relationship let's call them person rita and shubham again. shubham again right so rita is consistently telling shubham that i want more emotional attachment out of our relationship and shubham is like i have given you everything that you have ever asked for i don't understand why do you keep talking about this emotional aspect of the relationship so when i was talking to shubham which actually i am relating to a client that i have shubham goes that i don't understand how she could ask for this you know like i don't understand the logic of it i it's so very confusing to me how we ended up in this very very broken state right now and when i asked them that you know she can come from that place and he's like it makes no sense to come from that place i don't agree to that idea of expectation in right. relationship yeah. so it was a challenge to move from you can not understand it but even if you don't understand it your partner still could come from that place and, and if you really like to understand deeper this context you you might still disagree you might not understand but for the love that you have in a relationship for the attachment that you feel for that person in mm-hmm. the relationship 
is where you can accept that she can have a need which i totally don't understand which i totally disagree to and choose to respect that need even with an angry non understanding point of it and when that is absent is when things start going south or like we all love to overuse the things become start becoming toxic in a relationship where it becomes harmful for both the people involved in it because let's face it if it's a relationship it needs to be symbiotic if it's not symbiotic if it's just one person on top and the other person in a place of compromise consistently it's not going to be a healthy relationship at all it doesn't serve a purpose to either of them in the long run right and i think that is an important distinction to make when we're talking about toxicity so yes there's gaslighting in toxic relationships yes there is demandingness in toxicity there are a lot of other components disrespect where you feel shitty about yourself but all of this is stemming from a lack of respect of another person's opinion where you are not supposed to have this or where you start projecting your own dysfunctional ways of looking at I, the I world and i totally agree to that point wherein you cannot actually respect the other person for a very simple reason that maybe you are in a relationship and this is food for thought i would say i'm not giving a clear fact out of it but i very strongly think that whenever you're not able to respect your partner's needs your partner's choices your partner's feelings in a relationship it could be somewhere that you are in relationship mostly to satisfy what you identify as love and what you identify as wanting to be in a relationship and it's not a place of being together in a relationship it's a place of being in a relationship for your own benefit right and that's a very lopsided way of being in a relationship yeah for selfish reasons you are being there and that is why you are not able to have a bigger picture of us we that we talk about mm-hmm. in a relationship you you become just more of i and my needs in the relationship what do you think i think the example that i gave previously of the client going no i want to be in this relationship because there's nothing outside of it is kind of a hark back to what you just said that we want to feel at least not absolutely shitty about ourselves which is why we continue to be in a relationship at i at least will have this partner or this person 10% if i get out of this i will get no- nothing out of this individual right and also if i have to bring myself out of such a relationship even after identifying how much am i losing in it and how much i am not getting what i think of a relationship to be i am more scared of being alone and being lonely not alone but rather lonely that i dread that phase of my being lonely so much that i want to settle for this less being less in this relationship somehow. or getting into another relationship very quickly to compensate for the relationship that i lost so it doesn't only make your current relationships toxic it also primes you to have future relationships that are going into a similar direction as well so with respect to resilience as well what i also see is that people might have individually different requirements out of a relationship let me help you understand this better let's say if there are 100 people who want to book a vacation they want to go for a holiday all these 100 people would not select the exact same city or for the same country or even the same continent for that matter some people would want a beach vacation where they just lay out in the sun 
have their beverage some people would like to go to historically rich places and explore tombs perhaps and uh, pyramids some people would want to go to the mountains some people want want to go to a jungle and just perhaps look at animals and nature and a hundred different places with for that matter right so what this is a reflection of is how individually we have different requirements out of everything out of every kind of experience that we have similarly when you are in a relationship you have different expectations for that relationship as well let me give you an example let's say you want more of your partner's involvement in your life this is not coming from a place of i need my partner in my life it's coming from a i know i don't need my partner and i know i am enough and i have a very healthy self concept which we've again covered in our previous podcast but it comes from a place of but this is what i would want in a relationship this is my idea of a relationship and let's say you are in a relationship with somebody who's very respectful who's very loving and caring in their own ways but they are not as involved in the relationship as you would like them to be and this is something that you consistently see in a lot of different behaviors over a wide time period this often times is understood as toxic but what this essentially is is incompatibility between what your idea of a relationship is and what your partner's idea of a relationship is and i would say in a lot of relationships this is what ends up happening this often times also comes up as an issue when there are massive life changes on both ends where this is something that people start with but with different life changes their requirements out of a relationship also metamorphosize and become different right and then you're like oh my relationship was not toxic but now it has become toxic and so on and so forth but it's essentially incompatibility that has cropped up right with that being said toxicity is as much as instagram would like to summarize it in like six posts it's not something that's so easily identifiable sometimes we look at things we think it is toxic it actually is not toxic it is just incompatibility that's cropping up between individuals right where i want x and you want y and we both can't agree on it and then there there are only two options either we both walk midway we do what you completely want or what i completely want or we perhaps find individuals who are more compatible with our needs and with this explanation i somewhere see an idea which is very clear that i am sure of what i want when you're saying x want this or i want this in the relationship and if you're not getting it in the relationship together you blame each other you you know you expect you demand and then you fight and all of that but at least there is some sense of certainty and surety of this is what i want this is what i'm not getting but i have one concern with this we we definitely say that but there's always scope of growing into certain things in a relationship like you know you're very clear about what you want but not a lot of times i would still say why is that not being clear about what i want out of a relationship Mm-hmm. look we all idealize even if you have had previous experiences in relationship they they prime you to develop your expectations definitely but most of the times i say we project our own needs our personal disturbances out in our partners by looking for some sense of validation looking for some sense of respect looking for some sense of liking that they may have about us so that i end up validating respecting and liking myself i would say this part of being very clear about what i expect out of my relationship is also a very flawed idea in most of the relationships because we cannot disagree more to this fact that we all are 
distorted in our thoughts in some or the other way that's exactly right? what i'm trying and, to say and that is how all relationships are also not perfect but the people in the relationships aren't themselves exactly. like how can you expect something so that's the whole thing that you give room for change to yourself as well and change not in respect to who you are as at the core of it your value systems or what is absolutely non negotiable for you that, and that line is something that you decide i think that is what is more appropriate to say now after this discussion that what are you willing to change and what is an non negotiable for you is something that you perhaps need to be very clear about but even with all of that it's important to see these signs of toxicity that we talked about throughout our discussion today and remember to be careful when you before you label an entire relationship as toxic be careful in identifying the differences between is this growth or is this getting lost right and the best device i think that we human beings have been given with sometimes which might feel like a curse as well is emotions an emotional state how you're feeling is going to be a very good indicator of how your relationship is going and believing that emotional state to be temporary when we believe that emotional state to be more pervasive and permanent is where we start to be more fearful of that state and depend more on even a very substandard state of relationship right, right? So believing it for yourself that even if i am feeling miserable about myself to want to be a part of a relationship even if i'm losing a lot in it that miserable state of yourself could be temporary and you can choose to come out of it you can choose to work on yourself and decide for yourself how much and where to invest in a relationship so a lot of times what i've seen with people is they are not able to identify toxicity for a long time is because they are living in their own idea of their partner to make it more clear so i have an idea of my partner that he is this he is that he is caring he is loving he does this for me he does that for me you know this is my idea wherein even if he is not actually doing it i am satisfying my own idea of him loving me a certain way and then choosing to not look at behaviors that are very evident of toxicity it becomes really helpful that you differentiate between who your partner is what he does what she does she does and who your idea of your partner you want to be doing for yourself and this could be difficult an acceptance but it would really help an individual come to a state wherein you don't allow your relationship to be more toxic and you don't have to bear more losses yeah you want life. to be in love so bad that you you will it to come into existence even if right there is nothing there i think that's a wonderful point a very important one i would say a little higher on the level of abstraction but i still think of very very important to cover so with this i hope we have covered a huge chunk of what toxicity is what toxicity isn't and i hope all you dear listeners that you have taken something out of this and that it helps you somehow improve your relationships if you have any feedback or any more questions from us feel free to drop in an email at info@enoughplanet.in and we'll see you soon